Hi, I'm Yolanda Cope-Stepney and you're listening to Speak On. We talk all things culture, society and well-being. Hi, this is Speak On and I'm Yolanda Cope-Stepney. It's never been more important to find our happy place. For a large portion of this year, we've been stuck in our homes, separated from loved ones, some of us out of work and for some spending 24-7, 10 days a week with their children. It's been really difficult. It's definitely been a hard time for many. People got sick of their own cooking. We're struggling to find a new place to sit in the house to spice things up for the day. And I don't think any parents ever anticipated spending this much time with their own children without breaks or babysitters. I really feel for you guys how people have juggled working at home or even being an essential worker, relentless childcare, homeschooling, kids eating everything that isn't nailed down. I just, I'll never know. One thing we've learned is that we need to carve out time for self-care and a happy place to deal with the stress, not just of 2020, but everyday life. Today, we're joined by Helen Clark, spa trainer for Lush Oxford Street, and we're going to talk about how to find your happy place. Hi, Helen. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm very well, thank you. And what have you done today to make yourself happy? Oh, I um, I made quite a good lunch. Yeah, nice. <laughs> it's the little things, isn't it? What did you have? It is the little things. Um, so today I'm working from home, although I have been back into our spa and store quite a lot. So today is like very much an admin day, which isn't my natural kind of environment. But to deal with it, I basically wake up, make myself a really, really strong tea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then make myself a really nice breakfast, smoothie. And then I give myself like that moment and then I sit down mm. and then I start doing my work. And then, yeah, my lunch was really good today. Nice salad. Sexy salad, we like to call it. <laughs> Do you know what? I really actually, I love salad. I love le- lettuce is weirdly one of my favourite foods. I know it's just basically water, but it's delicious. Um, so, yeah, so I would have I been happy with a sexy salad. You know, it sounds great. <laughs> okay, so um, what do you do for Lush and Lush Spa? So I'm the spa trainer at Lush Oxford Street. Mm-hmm. Um, my job varies a lot. So the main part of my job is training our spa therapists in our bespoke treatments. Mm-hmm. Um, so lots of people know, like, don't know that Lush has a spa. Um, so yeah. it's, our founder calls it our best hidden secret. Um, and yeah, we've got, I think, 12 different treatments and mm-hmm. they're all very in-depth treatments. So they're more experiences than just a massage or a facial. For example, we do a body scrub but it's a hot chocolate body scrub and a rose serum massage so and it's all done um in a room that's lit with like pink lighting on a squishy couch under a heated duvet the stars on the ceiling um yeah it's fantastic there's just every single element has been thought about so then the actual treatment that you receive is a choreographed massage done to music and that music yep yeah, but that music's all like upbeat songs with loads of nostalgia. So yeah. it kind of, um, it's a really like happy and comforting treatment. That's why it's called the comforter. Yeah. Um, so ju- that's just a little example of one of the treatments that we do. That sounds amazing. I've never heard of a choreographed massage before. So what does that, what does that mean? So it's just like you're, I don't know, I'm just trying to think of a song now, but you're just like literally massaging in time of the music. Yeah, yeah. So, so cool. So the most choreographed treatment we have is called synesthesia and that's 80 minutes and the soundtrack's actually 80 minutes as well. 
So there'll be yeah. points within the soundtrack where the therapist needs to be. So okay. um, every single massage um, element has timing. So you'll do three movements here and then you'll switch and there'll be a movement to switch to one part of the body to the other. There's yeah. a flow with it. So when the music speeds up, the, um, the massage movements speed up. So and that then when the, awesome. when it's like long slow bits of music, it'll be more flowy yeah. um, movements as well. And you said it's like it's nostalgic music. So do you have like a set playlist, or can people pick songs? Every single treatment has its own music. So yeah. for the comforter, that's like upbeat songs. It's like listening to a record like with different tracks. Whereas yeah. synesthesia, all that mu- all that music on that soundtrack blends together. So it creates mm-hmm. that like beautiful flow that you need with that treatment. I need to get one of these because also, you know, it's been mm-hmm. months and months and months since I've had any kind of treatment whatsoever. Well, it's just... yeah, we're opening next week. So we're just putting all our new <gasps> procedures in place now, yeah. um, along with like government guidelines, which isn't as... Um, that's not the exciting part. The exciting yeah. part is to get back in there and working with my therapist and delivering these beautiful treatments again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're we're opening up. Where we've got everything in place to make it really safe for everyone. And yeah, I guess we're gonna be real busy. Yeah, definitely. Well, cause I know that for I've got one of those like little massage ball things, mm-hmm. and that's what I've been doing, just laying on the floor. rubbing myself around on a massage ball or one of it or on the kind of the roller things and I was like this is not the same (laughs) this is not the same at all it's not I actually um (laughs) while we've been locked down I've been working on self-care sessions and Mm -hmm. I did one on body work and self-massage um Ah. and there's things that you can do um to like to kind of massage yourself or a partner but it's never going to be the same (laughs) as when you've got a professional who's trained for years and and doing it in time with music as well. That feels like, yeah, that elevates the mm-hmm. experience. With lush products in that, like, beautiful atmosphere that we've got there. As opposed to just on my floor, in my flat, just looking at my curtains. <laughs> yeah. I've had so many people call me as well and be like, Helen, I've got this knot here, or my lower back's killing, I've been working on the couch, and what can I do? And I've, like, yeah. told them as much as I can do. I've worked, like, over video calls with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I've given them like stretches to do but one of the things I did advise was tennis ball you got a tennis ball yeah. laying around <laughs> make sure it's in the right place please don't be rolling your spine over a tennis ball or... yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, been oh, a, it's been a lot of that but yeah hopefully we'll get yeah. everyone booked back in and everyone can get their all their tension released yeah um, I can't. I can't imagine how people are going to feel. They're not going to be able to leave. They're just going to like they're just dragging their bodies across the floor out of it. They're just over relaxed after that. Um, so, um, what was your personal journey like? How have you arrived at Lush? So I've got it's a bit of an odd one for me. So I um, I was actually at university studying psychology with criminology. <laughs> okay. What? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I um I wanted to go into like um prison counselling. I was just fascinated by crime and um like the idea of rehabilitation. I know, I know. <laughs> it's uh I'm just sitting here I don't even know what to say because I I don't know how yeah, I need to know how you got from that to Yeah, you wanna know how they yeah, you how this is like yeah. <laughs> come about. So yeah, basically I I always had this want to like help people or mm-hmm. uh, guide people um almost in like a coaching aspect 
and um, I think I was two years into my course and I just wasn't feeling it it wasn't I knew it was wasn't what I wanted to do and it took me two years at university to realize like this isn't the path that I want to be going on um so I dropped out of uni with no Mm -hmm. idea of what I was doing um I was managing a pub at the same time (laughs) so yeah I think that I think even like working in a pub relates more with what I do now because it's um (laughs) hospitality and just like working with people and talking a lot and I had like this side thing like it was more of a hobby where I was working with like prosthetic makeup and I was Mm -hmm. doing a lot of makeup for friends and family um and I did I got asked to do this music video and make a load of zombies and I was like yeah I can do that uh I've been working with liquid latex and fake blood I'll uh I'll do this so I did this music video um worked with like some of the um, makeup artists on that and I was like this is fascinating this is what I want to do so Mm -hmm. called up like a careers advice line and they were like you need to go to beauty school like go to beauty college and then um like that will guide you into mm-hmm. going then to uni and then there's prosthetics courses in London like that's and I was like okay that's what I'm going to do I'm going to go to beauty yeah. school get like the MBQ that I need and then go on to university again got to college beauty college uh, I think I was 20 everyone else was 16 <laughs> I was like a little bit older than everyone else it's okay <laughs> got my plan and I completely fell in love with massage and how the body works and how mm-hmm. massage isn't just physical. It's got like a whole um, like psychological like benefit as well. And yeah. I was just fascinated by it, fascinated by aromatherapy. Um, we studied facials and skincare and everything I wasn't expecting to love, I loved. I still got my makeup qualification with yeah. like through the beauty school, but... I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to be a massage therapist. I want to specialise in body work, skincare. So then I stayed on an extra year at beauty college, did everything that you could imagine doing, like did deep tissue, did facial electrical, did body electrical treatments, hair removal. Like oh I goodness, got, ev- yeah. yeah, did everything that um, was like relatable to massage and the beauty industry. And I left mm-hmm. and I was like, I want to be I want to be a therapist. Like, this is what yeah. I want to do. And then I started working in a day spa in Liverpool, um, which was a mixture of massage and beauty treatments. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of my friends was, um, her name's Sarah. She was a manager at Lush Liverpool. And she said, yeah. we've got a spa. And I was like, Lush, I've got spas? What? <laughs> Basically, like everyone else. Yeah. And um, yeah, then I applied and got the job. And that was eight years ago and I've been with Lush for eight years now (laughs) that's all right it's like things that you have such a big smile on your face and you're talking about it so it makes you clearly makes you so happy yeah and yeah I mean that's that is a a wild journey from (laughs) criminology (laughs) through to I suppose it's kind of that kind of journey can help you find that I suppose your happy place in careers as well as just happy place in life that's so awesome yeah I I think my mum said to me because I thought gosh she's gonna be disappointed when I drop out of uni to go to beauty school it's just like Mm -hmm. because your parents have those expectations for you and I remember her saying well you know what you tried it it didn't work out at least you know you don't want to do that now so that's one crossed off the list 
Yeah, that's fair. It's like it's not like you gave it like a go for like a month and you were like, okay, I'm tapping out. You did two mm-hmm. years on something that's mostly pretty intense and really serious as well. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's always shocked. Snug. Yeah, everyone's always shocked when they meet me. They're like, yeah, that's a pretty pretty serious course for you. <laughs> um, so talking about happy places, mm-hmm. where is your personal happy place or places? Happy place or places? And. Um, mm-hmm. Physically or mentally? Oh, let's just go physically first, then mentally. For me, being by water is really important. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's because I'm from Liverpool originally. Um, we So I lived in a place called Crosby and we had a mm-hmm. coast front there. And whenever I needed a breather or a bit of space, I would go down to the seafront there. And yeah. just um, there's something about like the power of water that is mm-hmm. like, it's just so good for you. Like cleansing, like not just of like the body or whatever but it is very cleansing for you and to look out across a massive water is always like a happy place for me so any holiday yeah. I book I'm like is it is it by the sea or if it's, <laughs> yeah. has it got a river so like for me when I'm in London and actually during lockdown especially because I was on furlough for four weeks and mm-hmm. um, I would walk down to the river so I live in Brixton so I walk right all the way down to Vauxhall and just yeah. walk right along the south bank and mm-hmm. I just found having that water close to me was was what I needed so yeah for me water so that's why Mm -hmm. I probably am drawn to lush as well because if I'm at home and I can't get to water like showers Mm -hmm. or baths just yeah yeah they're they're my happy place I've never moved into somewhere that didn't have a bath (laughs) same it's like yeah I I lived in one place but they had had two bathrooms and my I had an ensuite and it had a shower and I was like can we swap rooms because I need I really like baths and it's like yeah that's definitely somewhere I love to chill I yeah I mean I have been known to fully eat food in the bath definitely have a wine (laughs) I've spoken spoken to people recently who have done that I think yeah yeah. a a glass of wine or um, like a nice like herbal tea or something is that's as far as I've gone so far but maybe I should try it oh no like I've yeah fully I've eaten chicken nuggets in the bath nice Yeah, it was. I was like, I couldn't have been happier. I had like something on, like something on Netflix. Had a glass of wine, just eating chicken nuggets, and I was like, Do you know what? I might have peaked. This is yeah. brilliant. <laughs> That's is that your happy place? Do you know it's one of them? It's only as I'm saying it, I'm like, yeah, that was one of the. That was a great day. <laughs> that was a great few hours. Because also, I stay in the bath for ages. I just keep. I have a shower before I get in the bath because mm-hmm. I don't want to sit in my own dead skin. Mm-hmm. And then I just keep refilling the bath. Not great for saving water. I get it, but. It's amazing. I don't make a habit of it, but yeah. <laughs> it depends, like, how often you're doing it, isn't it? And mm. it's um, balancing out what's good for you and what's good for the environment. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Was, there's yeah, no, there's no shame bath, here. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. That, that, and a few, that and a lush bath bomb as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. A bit of yeah. twilight. Oh. That's, yeah. <laughs> Lots of lavender in there. That'll knock you right out. Oh, yeah. That is perfect. That and a glass of red wine. Oh, my yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. That's, yeah. That could be a prescription. It's so good. <laughs> and what about your, like, your said you, you're talking about physical or mental happy space. What about your mental happy space? For me, so I've learned so much during this time. Um, mm-hmm. And I realised that I'm always contactable yeah. at all times. So for me, what I started to do was I'd have an hour of time, like, just, I started off with one hour of mm-hmm. hour of downtime and I'd turn my phone off for an hour yeah and then um and it just gave me such a sense of freedom 
mm-hmm. it was like really strange like just not having that device there and I'd like physically put it away as well and then I was like I'm gonna try it for a day and see how I feel I felt mm-hmm. so peaceful just like not being able to be contacted just having that put away and that just gave me like a little bit of like headspace I guess but yeah reading is a big one for me something mm-hmm. that I really struggled with when I was younger because I'm quite a slow reader and I forced yeah. myself to read because I, I like I love love fiction love anything um super stories and it was like always like a bit of a you know I love it but I hate it because it takes me so long to read a book and during yeah. I think I've read three books during lockdown which I'm really well happy with yeah yeah um and just like going into that kind of little world that's not yours but it is yours because it's your imagination so I feel like that's really good like that's been really good for me as well oh that's awesome I've just started listening to because I love I love audiobooks Mm -hmm. because I like to do things while I'm being read to I love being read to when Mm -hmm. I was a kid I used to love audiobooks as well but I used to like read like ferociously when I was a kid uh we had like a giant bookshelf and I would just work my way through it and then I got more into audiobooks as I got older because it allowed me to do other things. Because otherwise I would just read a book and do nothing else. Mm-hmm. Um, and But then throughout, throughout like lockdown, I hadn't, I'd listened to podcasts, but I hadn't really listened to any books. And I realised, like, I was like, we are, what, two and a bit months in. And I haven't even, I haven't even cracked the spine of a book or even pressed play on, a, on an um, audiobook. So what I've done since is I've actually given myself a no TV rule. Mm-hmm. Um, because I just couldn't, I, I just can't, I can't with the TV anymore. I can't watch another show. I can't watch another film. I just can't keep looking at it because I feel like it's just, it's been so much of that during lockdown. Yeah. Um, so I'm only switching it on to watch really specific shows that people are talking about. And then apart from that, just audiobook morning till night. So I've now I've smashed through about four or five books because yeah. I'm being read to. So it's not because sometimes I can be a slower reader as well. But yeah, just being read to and it's great. Just all fiction as well. And yeah. There is something really about good. screens. Like, because mm. uh, maybe it's because you have to focus, like, because it's like multi-sensory, isn't it? You have to watch and listen. Like, yeah. I think that's what makes it like maybe a bit more tiring. Mm. Um, And then, like, with advertisements as well, you've just got, like, all these advertisements being thrown at you constantly. Because exactly, I love, I love yeah. music, but and I was listening to the radio all day every day and then Mm. I was like you know it's broken up with a lot of advertisement but then also the news have come on and I'm someone that I love like I love being in the know and I love to know what's going on Mm -hmm. but I don't need it kind of on the hour every hour yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) yeah yeah it's a bit much isn't it yeah definitely yeah I think I I don't I haven't listened to the radio for years I just listened to like I just put on just music to play Mm -hmm. um but yeah definitely I'm so glad that I've gone back into listening to audiobooks Mm -hmm. because also I realised that I was kind of upsetting my balance and talking about going back to like happy places. Upsetting my balance because my sleep was all was very weird. Obviously, because everything was it was weird. It was stressful. Everybody's in a strange place. But then I realised it's because I was messing up my circadian rhythms by by always looking at like like the you know the blue light or whatever it is off your computer just for ages. And then I was going to bed at like three a.m. and stuff like that. And I was like, why am I doing this? But as soon as I stopped, I'd say a couple of days after stopping, sleep pattern just went back to normal. Yeah, it's yeah. A, everyone's sleep pattern's getting a little bit better now because we're getting a bit more used to it. Whereas at first, mm-hmm. um, so many people were talking about, um, it was like, I think hashtag can't sleep was like yes. one of the top 
like everyone was posting about it at the beginning. Yeah. And it's because we're we're understimulated. So mm-hmm. it's like we're not we're not going out to work. We're not speaking to as many people as we normally do. If we do, it's through a screen. You're kind of mm-hmm. in the same environment all the time. Um, and you're like completely understimulated no matter how much you're listening to or reading or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, like so those people contact me going, which essential oils do I need for my diffuser? I can't yeah. sleep. <laughs> and it's like, uh... <laughs> so I'm like, list, like listing out all of these like different essential oils that people need to be able to just be able to switch off at the end of the day. Um, yeah. And also because you're in the same place, there is no switch off time. Like mm. one of my friends said to me, I don't have like a normal day anymore. I have coffee time and wine time. <laughs> I was yeah. like, there's got to be healthier, healthier ways to deal with this. <laughs> coffee time and wine I mean, time. it sounds great. But, you know, yeah. there's got to be a better way to be able to switch off. And if you were like working where at your kitchen table, that's where you have dinner. And if you're working yeah. at your, your living room or your bedroom, that's like areas where you should normally be switching off. And no one was getting that. So that's mm. why everyone was struggling, I think, with like the yeah. sleep as well and the constant screens. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's why as well people now think it's now more important than ever to start to work out that kind of incorporating self-care into just your everyday life, not just for now, but mm-hmm. like going forward. I think as well, so many people, I say I think I've literally, you know, we've seen it on, we've seen studies, et cetera, in, in um in the press talking about the fact that people don't want the old normal they want a new normal where they have more work-life balance um, where they're potentially working less days a week or less hours and not working like they're shareholders everybody works like they're a shareholder and it's like no we're not shareholders we shouldn't we shouldn't care this much we want to get paid but why are we here till crazy o'clock at night or early in the morning when just getting paid the same wage or whatever um people finding that balance and time for themselves i think people want to take that forward so how like what ways do you think people can start to make time for themselves now we're in i'd say out of lockdown ish we're into Mm -hmm. we're starting to find a new normal now like we'll go for a few phases before we hit whatever the new normal will be how do people start taking that time for themselves and then finding ways to incorporate it going forward keeping that balance right i think that's Mm -hmm. what's important my my managers are brilliant at giving us like a really good work-life balance they are like like they are really good I think it's lush they're renowned for looking after their staff yeah um and I feel like what they've done is when we have been working from home they've been like not at all strict they're like if you're not online we we know why you're not online we know that you'll need some downtime um and I feel like not all managers can be like that. I've got friends that need to press their space bar like to mm-hmm. show that they're working all the time. And That's insane. It's just not natural because if you were in the office, you would get up and have a conversation with someone or you'd get up yeah. and make a cup of tea or like that just doesn't happen in like a normal workspace. Oh my um, goodness. Poor so, people. That sounds awful. It is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is. It, it tends to be more like corporate um industries that are like that but I feel like that those conversations need to be had with management Mm -hmm. to be like okay so this is a different way of life we are getting into a new normal there Mm -hmm. has to be a change in the way that like even myself even the way I'm managing my therapists it's gonna have Mm -hmm. to be different and you go we're gonna have to be more understanding because I feel like people um are like like on quite 
high like I don't know what the right word is for it but you know there is a lot of um tension kind of in the air at the moment like everyone's yeah. wearing face masks and mm-hmm. everyone's kind of like a bit nervous I guess yeah I reckon there's more nerves yeah I can imagine like there'll be an in- increase in anxiety as we kind of start to reintegrate because it's like well now you have to wear a face mask and now you have to do this and it, I suppose it's kind of heightened fear um as well so that yeah that's a really good point you're gonna have to start people are gonna have to start making allowances for that but also recognizing that they themselves might be anxious because of it even if they don't think think they are they're going, going to be and I've been out and about a few times and worn a mask it's not the easiest thing to wear it's not the hardest thing either you know I wear a bra for god's sake mm-hmm. but it's not <laughs> it's not the easiest thing to wear either <laughs> Well, you know, brows aren't always the most comfortable, are they? Come on. The, <laughs> so. They are not. One of my favourite things about lockdown or working from home was that I didn't really have to wear a bra. So that was yeah, like I, one of the yeah, one So of many the bralettes. Yeah, <laughs> so many bralettes. So team bralette, team yeah. vest. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's yeah, finding, finding that new normal. Wearing a bra again and a face mm-hmm. mask when we're, going, yeah. when we're going out and about. That's going to yeah. be a little shock to the system. And I feel like we all just need to be really mindful that it is something that's new and mm-hmm. nobody deals well with change. I don't, mm-hmm. even people who say they love change, they don't. Like, mm-hmm. there's always, like, <laughs> there's, like, there's always, like, a bit of, you know, it takes, it just takes time. And I feel like we just need to be kinder to ourselves, but also mm-hmm. really aware and kind to others. Yeah. And then we're talking about kind of being kinder to yourselves and kind of making that time for self-care going forward. What about people that are busy? Like, because obviously, like I was saying at the top of the show, there are people spending time with their children that have had no break since like February, March time. One of my friends had a night to herself recently um, because uh, she was finally like she was her child was finally allowed to go anywhere else. And she was like, she rang me. She's like, this is the first time I've been alone for like four months and she was just like oh. I don't know I don't know whether I, I don't know whether to laugh I don't know whether to cry I don't know she was just she was like I just I think I want to do something exciting but I think I'm just gonna go to sleep until tomorrow <laughs> because she didn't work she's so exhausted yeah. um so yeah so what about people that are quite busy how do they how do they start taking like, making that self-care time how and what do does you, that look like yeah how do you implement that self-care mm. into your life it's funny you say that about your friend because I've had the exact same thing with my sister. I've said mm-hmm. to her, so first of all, you need to understand why it's really important to take that time for yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's important because to look after someone else, you've got to look after yourself first. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not even about putting yourself first. It's about having that self-care for yourself and making sure you're in the right mindset and in the right headspace. Mm-hmm. does make you more relaxed and more patient and better when dealing with other people yeah. so like explaining that to her and then to, like then going through okay so what what does self-care mean to you and because it is mm-hmm. so individual as well um, yeah like there's loads of different things that you can um say are self-care but it's like what's important to you and for her, one of the things was that she hadn't been reading so it was like, mm-hmm. buy a book that you've always wanted to read. Like, because yeah. then it's all about, so it's about like understanding why and then preparation. Because you mm-hmm. need to be prepared. You need to be organised to have that time for yourself and have everything you need to have it as well. So it's yeah. like, you need to plan in the time that you're going to do mm-hmm. your reading. 
um, yeah. and make sure you've got the book there to read as well mm-hmm. and I feel what that does is it like gets you ready and prepared to be like this is my self-care time and yes yeah. then when you're doing it you're like oh okay yes this is my self-care time and you can fully engage with that mm-hmm. so um, what about kind of um to add to that if you're kind of like try to like pencil time into the diary to make sure it's about you as well um how do we make sure people are separating self-care from thinking that they're being selfish because obviously self-care is not selfish at all you have to look after yourself but what do you say to people that might think it is selfish I, again it's explaining to them like how important it is to look after yourself and make that time and space for yourself um, mm-hmm. and explain like the benefits of it as well because I find a lot of people do think that self-care is selfish and I feel like they they maybe mistake self-indulgence for self-care mm-hmm. so self-care can be self-indulgent like you could go out and like not just buy um like like chocolate you buy like really good like really expensive chocolate you know um and there's different you know there's different levels of self-indulgent whereas self-care can just be taking that moment for yourself and it doesn't even have to be a long time um Mm -hmm. so it's like it's not selfish if you just want to take 15 minutes to just go and sit a lot of people like to meditate like there's loads of different types of meditation out there um Mm -hmm. but even if you just take those 15 minutes for yourself and um, that's not a selfish thing to do because the impact is is that you'll be able to look after others better yeah like with the life with the life mask or with the air mask in the plane yeah you have to put it on yourself first and then you put it on your child or whatever yeah exactly yeah. so um actually it's quite funny because in lush we use alexander technique which is a way of using your body properly to be able to massage um, mm-hmm. And the therapists are like, oh, no, I've already like when they first start using Alexander's technique, they're like, oh, I've always massaged like this. It's fine. Like, mm-hmm. I'm OK. No, my body doesn't hurt. I'm fine. And it's mm-hmm. like it's actually not about you. Um, yeah. If you change the way that you massage and the way you move your body, the client can actually feel that. Oh, OK. Yeah. So it actually goes if you change your posture and the way that you're like touching someone the Mm -hmm. client is going to receive a better treatment and a better massage and one of my therapists um they were like he was finding it like quite difficult to understand and he was like I just and it does it takes a little while for that concept to kind of hit in and he turned around he went oh hang on I get it it is it's like the oxygen mask on the safety (laughs) aeroplane it's like yeah you need to put your mask on first and then yeah. you help others with their mask. And I was like, that is brilliant. But yeah, you've just said the the exact same thing. And it is yeah. it's that idea of um, to be the best you can be when you're looking after someone, especially if you're a caregiver, like like parents. Like I don't mm-hmm. I don't know how they've done it like this time. But honestly, it, I yeah. yeah. Just miracle workers, that's what they are. They are <laughs> just... they they really, really are, but to to be so like to be that good and that that and it's sad because a lot of parents are like oh you know I could be more patient or I could mm. you know spend more time doing crafts with my my children yeah. or I could make their dinners more exciting or healthy and stuff and it's like I was like truly you're doing enough already man you are yeah so much you're already giving so much to other people and mm. it's like you just need to take that one little step back and give yourself a little bit of like self-care and yeah. then um 
it'll kind of give you the mindset like put you back in to be like okay yeah, yeah. I am doing enough like I am enough and because you need self-care to achieve self-love I guess mm-hmm. at the end of it yeah that's a really good point yeah you do need self-care and you it's that thing about energizing yourself so you can continue to be that caregiver what about like making an area or something if you can because obviously not everybody has the space an area in your house flat whatever in a room for self-care like even if it was like a little corner here's where I keep my nice books and a candle or whatever what kind of thing so you can people can, do you could go really big or really small with mm-hmm. this so a lot of companies or before lockdown were um they they'd like read studies about how more relaxed workers um like they were more productive and mm-hmm. you notice like a lot of offices started putting like beanbag chairs in Uh, and like table tennis and you know stuff to really break up the day now that is that what that company is doing is creating um little pockets and time for self-care for for their staff um and it does make you more productive there's like the studies that prove that um so yeah you could get a beanbag chair (laughs) but (laughs) yeah you don't with it you don't have to go huge and it doesn't have Mm -hmm. to be expensive so for me I created like a little meditation area for myself Um, Mm and I've got this um this huge cushion which I'll use um and just throw that down and then I've put my favorite plants around there and then I made Mm -hmm. like I did homemade candles when I was furloughed love it (laughs) yeah uh, vegan soy candles um, <laughs> <laughs> all my favorite essential oils and just like I had that little area that in it was in our living room so if no one else mm-hmm. is in the living room that would be my little area but I live in a shared house so yeah. then with my like with my bedroom with my personal space what I've done is I've been like what have I always wanted out of my bedroom and mm-hmm. I kind of moved it I've moved it around I've kept it really tidy uh, which yeah. is not something I always do but yeah I feel like tidy space tidy mind um mm-hmm. and yeah just created like those different areas within my within my home mm-hmm. um huge bowl of bath bombs in the yeah. bathroom same I have like a big bowl <laughs> a big bowl like almost like a big fruit bowl type thing big porcelain bowl and it's just got all my bath bombs all piled up yeah I think um a lot of people have been like doing like lots of gardening as well mm-hmm. and so it's I feel like when it comes to the space if you put it's all about the intention behind it as well so if you put that intention into that area it does become that area of solitude for yourself I am I read a lot of like self-help books not it's not that I love them it's just that Mm. I always find them quite helpful when I'm talking to different clients or even just like when I'm talking and developing the therapists I find it quite useful to have like as much information as possible and I read one and it was all about making your bed it was all Mm. about every morning make your bed because you're setting an intention there for the rest of the day so if you make Mm -hmm. your bed in the morning nothing can go wrong with that process everyone knows how to make their bed but the rest of your day could go terribly right Mm -hmm. because you're not in control of what can happen all the time so you could have a really bad day but then when you come home or you come back to your bedroom and your bed's made you know Mm -hmm. in your mind that you've done one you know there's been one really good intention that you set for Ah, the day yeah Okay. I, yeah, that's insane. That's amazing. I Because I make my bed every day anyway, just out of habit. But I didn't even think about it like that or how good it might be making me feel when I go to bed. 
And what about, okay, what about men? Because we know that Mm -hmm. men, they're not, they're not socialising the way that women are to seek self-care, to kind of like, you know, do, do these kind of things that would relax us like yoga or meditation. Yes, men do it, but obviously we're so much more socialised to do it. These things are marketed at us and everything else, you know. Yeah. What do you say to men? How can we uh, encourage men to make time for self-care and find their happy place? And what kind of tips would you have? It's um, it's really difficult, isn't it, when it comes to, like, it's tox- toxic ma- masculinity yeah. is what it is. And it's very much, a, oh, I'm not, um, I don't need to go for a treatment or no, I don't, uh, I don't need a, like, a skincare product. Like, I'm, like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Mm. Um, and maybe you are, that's great. Um, but there's, you know, there's women who don't need that either, but there are, I think there are definitely more tendencies for men to get to the point where they burn out. Yeah. Um, and I've seen it quite a lot when, um, you know, we, we have all, all kinds of people come into our spa. Um, and we do have a lot of male clients. I think it's because of w- what we do in our standard. They tend mm-hmm. to be like, oh yeah, it's lush. You know, it's got it's got a name, it's got a brand, trust it kind of thing. Yeah. They always come in for the same treatment, which is our deep tissue treatment. Yeah. <laughs> and they come in. But you say they don't want the chocolate body scrub. No, but I've got a great, great story about the chocolate body scrub with a male okay. client. Um, so, yeah, I'll tell you that in a moment. But, yeah, they come in and they, they're like, oh, yeah, um, oh, the music. Oh, I don't need any music. Oh, whatever product you think. You know, it's <laughs> it's very much like I just want to get on the couch and be massaged. Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, we're going to do what we do for everyone because this yeah. is a, you know, it's, a, it's our treatment. It's bespoke. This is the way it is. And they come in and they have the treatment. And with every single male client, there is a point where you just see them and their shoulders just drop. And it's like they finally get it. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, crap. Yeah, I really needed this. It's yeah. like, <laughs> oh, you know, they came in with a knee injury. But their favorite mm-hmm. part was like the the nice, relaxing neck and shoulder massage that's involved yeah. with it. And it's like. You know, it's like you speak to them afterwards and they were like, that. that's more than I was expecting. And I got mm-hmm. a lot more of it than I thought I would. Or yeah. sometimes they fall fast asleep and they're like, I wasn't even, ti- <laughs> I wasn't even tired. I don't know why I, I fell that. asleep. It's like probably because you needed to. And I do, I feel like it is getting better with men and the way that self-care is kind of targeted now. I'd say mm-hmm. self-care talking, but it's all, <laughs> it is an individual basis. And I knew I was doing this podcast and I spoke to my housemate, Henry. I said to him, what is self-care for you? And mm-hmm. he said, just time. He said, Ta- mm-hmm. it's time for me. And he said, yeah. and it's, and it's booking that time before I get burnt out. Yeah. And I was like, that's so, yeah, that is really relevant is because we all, and I used to be really guilty, like really guilty of it, working at 100 miles per hour. And then mm-hmm. you don't take a break because you have to, because your body yeah. goes stop. And whether it's like you start to feel really stressed or um, I had it where I had a huge breakout and I don't really have breakouts on my skin. Like I had a huge yeah. breakout or you get really run down and really sick. And that's mm-hmm. because you haven't taken a break. So it's like, take a break before you break. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, before your body does it for yeah. you, essentially. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that's like as relevant for 
men as it is for women. It's relevant for everyone because like you know men men break too and it's like it's really important to take that time for yourself I feel like um men are better at having hobbies Mm -hmm. and like sticking with that hobby like whether it's going to play football every like Tuesday night or Mm -hmm. um you know they've got like more of a set routine which is really really important as well so the chocolate yeah. chocolate body scrub story. Oh my gosh! Story. Yeah, go for it. So we were in Liverpool, and this couple came in, and you could just tell before, like before the guy even opened his mouth, you could tell he did not want to be there, and yeah. the girlfriend was like, "Yeah." So he got me two vouchers for this treatment, thinking mm-hmm. that I'd bring my mum or my friend, and I was yeah. like, "No, I want you to come with me." And he mm. was like, I don't want to go with you. And he was like, she was like, you're coming with me. So he's yeah. there. We're explaining, this is your hot chocolate body scrub. This is your rose serum. And he was just like, no, no, <laughs> I'm not going to enjoy this. I'm not going to enjoy this. And I was like, give it a go. If you're not enjoying it. You can just, you can like leave and we'll exchange the voucher for something else. Like, yeah. just give it a go. And yet he was really not looking forward to it. Borderline a little bit angry that she needed to go in for this treatment. And then afterwards, he was raving. He was like, that was the best thing I've ever had. That music, what's that song? I really recognise that song that was in it. Um, oh, my skin. Oh, have you smelt me? And he's going to his girlfriend, smell me, smell me. Because <laughs> his skin smelt like of chocolate and roses. And she's like, yeah, I was there as well. Like, yeah, <laughs> I know. And he's so like, I was there too, hon. <laughs> yeah. And we, um, we used to give this cocktail afterwards and he was drinking it and he was going, this is the best drink I've ever had. And it was just like, his, like he was completely turned around just by being kind of forced to do it. Yeah. But it can't, he was like, oh, wait, yeah, this is good. Like, mm. you know, and then he was like, oh, what other treatments do you do? Book them in like for more treatments afterwards <laughs> and then he was like you're never coming again without me like we're always going to do this together oh that's so cute I love that I feel like you have to experience these things there is mm-hmm. with meditation and yoga I even I struggle because I'm a very practical person like mm-hmm. I struggle sometimes with how it is kind of delivered and I do feel like it can switch people off even before they've tried it mm-hmm um, so when I was like creating like a more like I called it step down and it was like a routine to kind of step your mind down and give yeah. yourself space and clarity within your mind so that you can properly focus on something like meditation or and that again was all about kind of like the preparation mm-hmm. and just preparing yourself and also looking into it and the benefits of it because if you know the benefits of it you're going to give it more time than, yeah. than if you don't. Whereas if someone just starts shouting meditation and chakras... Yeah, then you're just like, what the hell is this? Yeah. They are trigger words that really put some people off, very practical yeah. people. And yeah, um, and yeah that's, that's something that I've been looking into recently and like more mm-hmm. of a practical approach to it. Um, yeah. When I find some really good ones, I'll share them with you. Yes, please. And we yeah. can share them with all the boys. Yeah, exactly. So really, so, <laughs> so with guys we're saying, you know take well with with parents were saying make sure you schedule that time in uh as best as you can uh with people generally try if you can to make some kind of space where you can kind of that you can center or focus around your self-care whether it's 
just like it's just even whether it's a tiny space go big you know it could be something massive it could be something small uh kind of doing these those kind of things mindfully and for men were saying if you aren't on that kind of taking part taking part in any self-care then you know try some things out but like you're saying if people are quite practical look into the benefits of it if that's what you need to kind of convert you to it and to encourage you to have a go and everything so yeah I have a treatment with us. Well, yeah, the spa <laughs> itself is a happy place. Like, yeah. we can't get rid of people once they're in. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, which I suppose that's lovely. But, yeah, the spa itself is a happy place. And mm-hmm. But a happy place is, it's all individual. It's all yeah. individual because we're all so different. Mm-hmm. So what works for yeah. someone might not work for anyone else. But, yeah, try stuff yeah. out. That's a really good place. Yeah, that's a good place to wrap up. Thank you so much Helen thank you um, and you know I hope that everybody goes to Lush Oxford Street and go, goes and books in a treatment immediately <laughs> I know I'm going to like when this is finished I was like oh it's open on Saturday okay <laughs> yeah come see us and if yeah if you can't book in I mean mm-hmm. we've got a great one-way system around the store at the moment yeah which uh which is fantastic you can see see all the products and you get that hit you still get the hit of smell as you go into the store and it's just a really nice place it's yeah I'm very lucky thank you so much for joining us Helen um if you would like to be is there anywhere you'd like to be found online um I've got a an Instagram page which is lush bar underscore Helen um and that I just give like I give loads of tips it's a lot about kind of posture plants (laughs) <laughs> so like a lot of kind of like what essential oils are good for what skincare posture massage spa related yeah. oh perfect brilliant thank you so much and thank you everyone for joining us bye bye you for listening to speak on make sure you like subscribe and share with your friends family co-workers strangers in the street to find out more about us including our upcoming events head over to instagram instagram.com forward slash speak on underscore bye